We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I know it's my turn, Tim. I just like that song. Uh, Here's the weather forecast for you for today. And we could have some rough weather. And we're talking about a chance for storms tonight, 80% chance, 68 for a high. But it's a weird kind of deal, and we'll check in with the weather people later because there's supposed to be some winds before that moving in from the Gulf that are going to be pretty strong, which could cause some power outages. Tomorrow clears out, cools off, highs of 54. Thursday, a winter field with highs of 52. 56 for a high on Friday, Saturday, 64. Partly cloudy, hard to beat that if you go play some golf. Then a 70% chance for showers on Sunday with highs in the upper 60s. Uh, Mayor Cantrell was on Face the Nation. I think we all know that by now. And of all the things she had to say, this really, really jumped out at me. Do you personally take? Well, first of all, it is the New Orleans Police Department that is absolutely under my authority. And with that, making sure that not only I'm listening to my officers, giving them the resources that they need to fight crime. And that, to me, seemed like a message to anybody that was out there considering the job for NOPD superintendent. And maybe I'm making stuff up in my head here, but it seemed like an attempt to sabotage a national search. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Peter Scharf joins us now. Talk about crime. Peter, Dr. Peter Scharf, adjunct professor, criminologist at LSU Health New Orleans School of Medicine. Good morning, Peter. How are you? Hey, Tommy. Uh, ouch. You think I'm making stuff up in my head with that? That's the first thing I heard because I thought about all the conversations we've had about the the mayor parsing words with national search, not a national search, then um, Perf turning down the city council, and now there is an organization that I believe is going to work with the city to find a, a candidate. But then when I saw this, it's like, wow, this woman's using this national pulpit to tell any prospective chief, you're working for me and it's going to be my way. Am I making stuff up or not, Peter? Well, and this goes back to the 1940s. We we spent, you know, uh, 80 years trying to dig out from political policing, mm-hmm. you know, where the uh, politicians would run the department down to the arrest level. You know, if you got arrested, you'd call somebody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is just the worst message you can give. 
and and again a police chief coming in uh, as a candidate has to really think about it. Will I have the aut- autonomy to conduct law enforcement as I believe it should be conducted? Here's the way my mind that- works. I thought, okay, the first thing that's going to happen is if a police chief, a, a, a prospective chief, wants to come to New Orleans, he's going to Google Latoya Cantrell and search for police chief, and the first thing that's going to come up is face the nation saying, this is my department, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because I always look at things from the street level. Do you think that was an attempt to sabotage the uh, the search no, for a national I don't, candidate? I don't, I don't, no, I don't think it was that okay. I think I think that the other thing that was in the face the nation interview is things are getting better. Right now, in 2023, murders are one down from last year. That's, you know, if you're going to take that to the bank, I don't know what else you're going to take to the bank. And it's, uh, it isn't clear yet that we're on the uptick. I hope we are. You hope we are. But, but it isn't clear yet. So I think that candor is a critical element in, in what's going on. And again, um, you know, there, there are all kinds of issues with the I, the ICT is really good. I worked with them for 20 years. I'm his consultant. And then let me just slow you down a little bit. That's the International Association of Chiefs of Police, who now have decided to what support? Are they going to handle the search? What is their role going to be? They're they're going to triage candidates. They're going to investigate them. They're going to present a short list to consider. Okay. And I, I was involved in the uh, 2010 search that resulted in Ronnie Surface being selected. And they, both they and Perf, they're the top of breed of law enforcement agencies in the country. And they're going to be very objective. They're going to do great background checks. There's going to be no surprises in the final list. Again, in 2010, the um, the pool was thinner than I think all of us thought it would be, that once you finished with Surface and a couple of others, there weren't many people, uh, you know, really qualified. And it's uh, a thin market to get people who can lead this department. You know, and then there's the elephant in the room question, which you and I are going to discuss, nobody else will, you know, is race a factor in selection, Right. I mean, is one ethnicity or one race, um, is that is that a predominant qualification? I hope not. Well, or gender, it's, right, Peter? Let's pick it up here when we come back, or gender, because, look, I'm, I'm, I don't think it matters what color you are. I don't think what gender you are, but I think you do want the, first, the best person that you can afford, um, given, given the limitations, and, and that's another consideration about the salary for the chief, but I do think you want the f- best person – male or woman, gay, straight, whatever, uh, black, white, orange that you can get. But I don't think you should hire them for that reason, nor do I think you should not hire them for any one of those reasons. 620 and a half, we'll pick it up here. We come back, 504-260-1870. That's the Oakland Heart Jeweler talk and text line. If you have any questions for Peter Scharf, taking our weekly deep dive into crime, right now it's time for traffic on WWL. 
625 and a half, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Dr. Peter Scharf, adjunct professor, criminologist at LSU Health New Orleans School of Medicine, taking our weekly deep dive into crime in the Crescent City. Peter, before the break, the subject of race came up when it came up to the when it comes to the uh, new superintendent. Talk about that, if you will. Well, I, you know, there are two very different views. One is the meritocratic view, which I hold. They could get the best person, and, you know, hopefully they're sensitive to all ethnicities, races, gender preferences, etc. The second is that the community, a largely African-American community, will have greater rapport with an African-American chief. You know, they have very different views on this. And, again, the city council and the uh, mayor's office, I think, have very different views on that topic and others. Uh, somebody said, and I think rightly, that the mayor's task force is going top down. You know, they have a theory of what they want to do. And the city council is more trying to uh, sense the community and try and figure out the best match to find the next superintendent. This is a critical choice. You look at the times when we've uh, had reductions in murder, and you go back to Pennington, 421 to 159 murders in five years, and he had a performance metric, but fire me if I don't reduce murder by 50%. He did. You know, in some ways, surpass too. And you, um, you, uh, you know, and, and this is a critical thing to this is a critical appointment. If we're going to turn this department around, we're going to turn violence around the city. We have to make a wise choice looking at it from a 360 degree perspective. Let, let, let me say this about Latoya Cantrell. I think she is somewhat shrewd politically, somewhat because she's also very dumb, I think, in some other ways. But, um, I, you know, I hope she would be wanting a African-American female police chief for the right reason. But then again, I'm thinking that knowing Latoya, if if for whatever reason the new chief or her selection is a bad one, then she can always say, well, you're just criticizing because they're either African-American or female, that she's trying to build that into it. We don't know what her motives are. I guess we never will. But I do agree with you, Peter, that it's got to be the best person for the job. Now, it can't be somebody that's shown bias toward uh, people of color or, or gender or, or sexual orientation or anything like that. But I think to limit yourself to one set um, of candidates is a big, big mistake. Because talk, if you will, Peter, in the 90 seconds we have before the break, how important this selection is to the city. Well, well, we're on a downdraft. What can I tell you? You know, and, and this is one of the interesting things in the Brandon interview. We're reducing murders. They have one less murder in mm -hmm. 2023 compared to 2022. That is a huge win. You know, so we've got to make substantial inroads. We're number one in the United States with 280 homicides, 265 murders. You know, we've got to make a dent into that to restore credibility, to get funding, to, uh, you know, treat the citizens the way they deserve to be treated. Feel afraid to go out, out of their doors. You know, so we've got to do this right. So, and, and I think leadership is absolutely essential. 
in getting uh, the right leader. I don't care if they're green, you know, uh, you know, in place and knows what they're doing, knows policing, knows tactics, knows community rapport, uh, and has political connections and funding connections. That's absolutely key to this search. Hi, Peter. We'll take a break, pick it up here. We come back 6.30, time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan. 644 and a half, Tommy Tucker, WWL, back with Dr. Peter Scharf, adjunct professor, criminologist at LSU Health New Orleans School of Medicine. As we take our weekly deep dive into crime, Peter, I ask you this every week. Has anything been done substantially to either bring in a new police chief to change whatever situations are occurring in New Orleans that lead to car break-ins, car thefts at a record pace, shootings, murders, etc. Are we any closer to changing it than we were last week when we spoke? Well, if you don't count meetings, no. No, I'm not counting meetings because meetings are just, you know. I went to, I went to, I think, nine meetings last week. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, the you know, the task force, the city has its task force um, in the crime coalition. We had a very good meeting last Wednesday, but meetings are meetings. So you have to bring them into action, as you're suggesting. So, you know, so the, the answer is no. Between, when I ask you, are we any closer, no, despite no, all this yakety yak, no, the answer no, is no. No, okay. no. And, and the division, this is interesting. There was a series of meetings with different political, different groups. And the gulf in ideology and philosophy is huge in the city. Okay, there are people who have an arrest-focused set of beliefs and people who are, quote, the more progressives, whatever that means, who are in, uh, you know, into prevention, intervention, non-arrest solutions. And that, that, you know, so you have the Linder, Casbon, Fausto, Prashado group, and they have saturation policing, and they they want to arrest the worst of the worst. They're people who want to prevent crime. So trying to bridge those gulfs uh, in belief is a, is a very difficult task, but it's something we've got to do. Somebody said, we all want to solve crime, but we want to do it in very different ways that are maybe mutually exclusive. So we've got to get, and that's where we need the mayor, we need the city council to bridge these different beliefs about crime fighting. Uh, And if we don't do that, this is going to be a long, ugly ride. What are you hearing about the search for a superintendent, um, are we at at the point where um, applications are being taken? Are are is a list being prepared of candidates? And even if all of that is being done, is the mayor going to pay any attention to it, or is she already dead set on Michelle Woodfork? No matter what else happens, and and are we just meanwhile spinning our wheels and just wasting time? Well, you have the city council who who weigh in as well. But, you know, I've had applications come to my home address. I have no idea why. <laughs> and, you know, you know and, and again, the key, the key may be not finding the best person, but getting the best person to take the risk. Let's face it, coming to New Orleans right now with all the political turmoil is a very high-risk enterprise. 
you know, are you willing to deal trust the politics uh, as a, uh, a, a star chief? That may be the critical question. I think that's one of the roles of the IECP to convince the uh, leadership, police leadership world that this isn't a rigged de- deck, that this is a legitimate opportunity. And, you know, you, you alluded to before that the uh, administration will allow uh, a police chief to actually be a police chief, right? And, you know, I go back, I'm old, I told you that, right? Or yes. Wait, and I go back to the say the part again, you're confusing me, Peter. The what? You, you confuse me a little bit. What are you talking about? Oh, just I've been around a while. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. go back to the Pennington, sir, the Pennington uh, appointment uh, in, uh, ni- in 94. But wait, let me just jump and, in since you said that. And, and I get text every time we talk, and it is about this. And it's like, well, if what Pennington did was so successful, why can't we just go back and do what Pennington did? And is the answer because we don't have the number of officers to do that? We don't, and also we don't have the will, I think, well, uh, to do that. You know, and uh, you know, Rich. I worked with Richard in D.C. when he was up there, and when he came down, he had a you know a very focused, aggressive style of policing, and it is the world, and and that's maybe the issue with Linda Caslon or Fausto Pachado. You know, 1996 may not be 2023 in terms of culture, diversity, the community, those kind of factors. Are people open to the kind of policing we adopted then? I don't think so. I think it's a different world. And I think whoever, you know, if we try and replicate an older success, you always fail. Mm. Every time I do it, I fail. When I go backwards rather than forwards. But even if it's a proven method? Say it again. Even if it's a proven method? Well, it was proven then. You know, know, is the community fundamentally different now so that you need to adapt the tactics? Is it? And that might be the case. And that's something the coalition, the city, and everybody has to really soberly consider. You have to go look at the community a dipstick to see what kind of... Oh, well, wait, hang, hang a second. Let me, let me take a break, and I'm going to look at the dipstick when we come back, because I would like to know how the community is different and how the crime problem is different now than when Pennington was there, because if it is, if that's the case, then we need to stop talking about the Pennington plan because it's not going to work. Peter Scharf's our guest, 651 9 till 7. It's complicated stuff. More when we come back. Right now, Courtney P. has a look at traffic for us on WWL. From the Acadian Windows Insighting WWL Traffic Center, I'm Courtney P. Good morning. Bonnie Carey Spillway, Laplace to Kenner. Have a moderate delay as you enter the Spillway Bridge. That eases very quickly, but you'll hit the brakes again. I-10 East Kenner to downtown New Orleans, right around the airport area. I-10 West New Orleans East to downtown. A slowdown begins at Reed, goes through the Morrison Curve to the high rise. Downtown elevated is slow to the flyover. Flyover moderately congested to Business 90 with an accident clearing right about St. Charles just before the Crescent City Connection. Crescent City Connection, West Bank to downtown. You'll see the brake lights start at Stumpf, continue over the river, easing after the I-10 East exit. Huey Pilong in the causeway, no delays to report there. I-55 and I-12 are free and clear. Have a traffic tip? Call WWL at 504-260-INFO. 
6.56, 4 till 7, couple of minutes left with Peter Scharf. Peter, a second ago, you are talking a couple of minutes ago, rather, about maybe the situation has changed and Pennington's tactics wouldn't work. Well, if that's the case, why are we talking about him? What would have changed, you're talking about the dipstick in the city, what what would have changed with the crime problem where the old solution would not, not necessarily be the right one? I'm an old police chief friend. I've been ward of New York, Commissioner Ward. He see people do next time what they did last time, and that's a mistake. You know, and, you know, I think several of us, I think Ronnie Surpass agrees with us. I'm not sure. You better ask him. But, you know, look at the demography. You know, when I came, I came here the same week Pennington did in November, uh, uh, you know, 1994. It was a blue-collar city. Uh, it was, uh, you know, you had uh, crime pockets in specific areas. You, you know, and also people were more tolerant of an arrest-focused strategy. You know, in in you know, and I think it's it's an important trend. You have people who are very resistant to arrest-focused strategies. You know, it's an, and partly factual and partly ideological. Is this post George Floyd we're talking about now, Peter? Well, that and, and a variety of social trends. It's mm. not the same city, so you can't police the last city. You got to police the next city, right? Mm. So I think the important thing, whether it's the city council or the mayor's group, the task force, to really look at the city, what is it the uh, community wants in terms of crime control, and what's likely to be effective. You've got to have consensus to support any policing strategy. And, and that's where there's a risk to going backwards. Because you have consensus from the last city, not the next city, right? And the next city is what's important. And some of the results, uh, you know, of the arrest-focused strategies uh, may come from the fact that we're, we're, we need to reassess with the city council or the city task force who, who, who is the new New Orleans, Right. And you got to police the new New Orleans, not the old New Orleans. And uh, and I worry about that. You know that we're uh, we're looking at the rearview mirror, not out of the window. Wow. So we want somebody to accomplish what Richard Pennington did, but not necessarily in the way he did it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Consensus. And then, and then you know it's a, you know you just look who's out there. First, a lot of people. Uh, who live in New Orleans now weren't born here. You know, I went to a meeting and there were five people from Manhattan Parish, including Mike Glasser, by the way, your friend, who right. I, is my friend too. You know, so we, we grew up in Manhattan or Queens, right? Mm-hmm. So people have come. It's a very diverse community. Well, he's been here 43 years, and you've been here how long? Uh, 30. Yeah. That's, you know, we're, we're close, right? Yeah, that's, that's like, close enough. I think I'll you know, adopt, yeah, adopt you as a local. Peter, we got to break it here, and we'll stop it here, rather, and we'll uh, come back and talk next week about some more. Hopefully something will have been done besides more meetings. I want to hear about all of these meetings. I think of the Mel Brooks movie, History of the World, where the Roman senators are walking 
back and forth saying BS, 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 BS. We'll take a break. We come back. We'll talk about the Senate insur- about the insurance crisis in the state of Louisiana. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 